Well, good morning, everyone. This is the Bruce Winters podcast called Battle Cry, and it's Monday morning. We had a great service yesterday morning. Uh, I was surprised when I came into church and saw that my brother had flown down from Ohio and surprised me yesterday morning at church. And not only did he surprise me with him visiting our church, he also got to preach for us. Uh, That's the first time I think I've actually heard him preach since he was probably 14 or 15 years old. So it was a blessing and an honor to see him preach live yesterday, and he did an awesome job. I'm very thankful for him. I'm thankful that the way God has grown him um, to be a man, a godly man, and I am just thankful so much uh, to see him sitting across from me today. And uh, we're going to speak a little bit about some scripture and talk about church, uh, talk about his ministry in Ohio and what they're doing, how they're doing, and uh, we'll go from there. So let's open up with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, for so many blessings. Uh, Lord, even though we suffer trials and heartaches and pain in our lives each and every day, you're always there to comfort us. You're always there to lean on. And I'm thankful to have you to lean on during my time of need. And Lord, I just pray that you would bless those that are listening today or listening tomorrow or whoever may be listening to this podcast someday. May it be a blessing to someone. Lord, our hope and our goal and our prayer is that someone that does not know you will hear us and hear about your scripture, about your salvation, about their need of salvation in their life. And Lord, that someone would ultimately be saved. Uh, That would be one of the biggest blessings hearing from this podcast. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, like I said, Jamie, I am glad to have you. Well, I'm glad to be here. And after that introduction, I can't wait to hear myself. So, (laughs) (laughs) so. Well, you were on live stream last last yesterday, so yeah, yeah. you can you so. can actually hear yourself <laughs> yesterday too. I, don't know. Um, I think I'll pass on that. <laughs> and for those of you that would like to listen to him preach, uh, you can go to uh, the live stream YouTube. Um, it's Hillcrest Baptist Church. So just look it up, and you can uh, type in the date, and you'll be able to listen to my brother preach. Um, think felt like a shameless plug for the church, you know, live stream there. <laughs> so. we, well, I'm going to be doing shameless plugs every week for our church because I love our church, Hillcrest well, Baptist Church. And I appreciate them. I appreciate the blessing they've been to your family. So they, uh, they've done a lot, and I, that means a lot for me too. I just got to say before we start, I'm sitting here looking at all this set up, and we're doing this, but it takes me back to when we were kids sharing a bedroom we used to break out the old Victrola no we're not that old but we would break out the record player play all those albums and we would act like disc jockeys <laughs> interviewing the different southern gospel groups yeah yeah and their answers we would find the right spot on the record to play for the answer yep yep <laughs> kind of feels like that right now 
That's cool. I'm I'm just happy that you're here. Um, I, you know, we don't with you living in Ohio. Um, how many years have you lived up there now? Almost seven? four. No. Oh, four. Okay. Well, seems like seven or eight years. <laughs> um, but you living that far away for so long, it's just uh, it doesn't seem right. But I know that you're doing what God wants you to do, and uh, so I'm I'm happy for you being where you are. Uh, but I am also missing you, and that's just uh, uh, family from brother to brother. I'm just telling you, I love you, man. Love you too, buddy. Um, I've been studying the last few weeks on uh, with the condition my health is in. Um, how do I praise the Lord through this? Yeah, I mean. How do I physically praise the Lord that I've got cancer? Um, and it's, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, but the Bible says in Psalms chapter uh, 117, verses 1 and 2, it says, Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise Him and all ye people. For His merciful, merciful kindness is great towards us and the truth of the Lord endureth forever praise ye the Lord um, today's verses remind us that we are called to praise the Lord the scriptures make this command in many places and as Christ followers, we should be quick to praise the Lord always. We praise the Lord for who He is, our Creator. He knew us before we were even formed. On the cross, Jesus took our sins upon Himself. And we now have His forgiveness and His redemption. And that just that just struck me. It just amazes me that he knew me over 2,000 years ago when he was dying on the cross and his blood was being shed. He knew that his blood was being shed for Bruce Winters. Right. How could I not praise him for that? Yeah. I mean, that just that blows my mind that he knew over 2,000 years ago that I'm going to be in the situation that I'm in today, yet he loved me so much and cares for me so much, he wanted to shed his blood for me anyway. Right. Our culture has kind of trained us and programmed us that we only praise the good. You know, uh, we only give trophies to those who, who win. We only give championship rings to those who who go undefeated. And so we don't look at those who maybe in the midst of, adver of adversity didn't succeed or didn't make it as far as others. So, you know, the propensity of us is just to kind of fall into that same line of thinking that, okay, this has happened to me today, so there's really not a whole lot to be happy about. There's 
nothing that I can see that was really good or life-changing that happened in my day today. So uh, I guess I'll just try harder tomorrow. But yeah, and all things were supposed to give praise. When you started, well, just a little bit ago, when you was telling me where you're going, um, I, I agree with everything that you've said and what you're reading in Psalm. But, you know, when you look at how the book of Psalms closes Psalm 147 starts with praise the Lord for it is good to sing his praises to our God. It's pleasant and a song of praise is fitting. And then he closes that psalm with praise the Lord. Then Psalm 148 is praise the Lord, praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the highest, praise him all his angels, praise him all his hosts, praise him sun and moon, praise him all you shining stars, praise him you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let him praise the name of the Lord, our God. And then he closes that psalm with praise the Lord. And then Psalm 149 is praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song as praise in the assembly of the godly. And then he closes that psalm with praise the Lord. And then he wraps up the book of Psalms with praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourines and dance. A lot of Baptists don't like that part. Uh, <laughs> praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. They don't like that part either. Uh, but let everything that has breath, it's like he's gone through these last few chapters saying everything that needs to praise him. And he finally says, look, let me just sum it up. <laughs> Let everything that hath breath just praise the Lord. Yeah. And, you know, we, again, our natural tendency is to only praise him in the good moments, but it's really in the, in the midst of trials when we feel him closer than ever because he's with us and he's closer to us because the Bible teaches us that he feels our pain and that that's in the midst of that adversity is when we can be closest to him. So we should praise him even all the more at that point, just like you in the midst of your struggles right now with your health. And, uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here watching you across the room and uh, knowing that your vision is so messed up like it is right now and not even able to read like you normally would. You're, um, your fonts are so big, I can almost read them from over here, you know. <laughs> and I understand why you're doing that, but... At the same time, you still have that heart that God's good to me whether I can see or not. God's good to me whether I have a healthy brain or not. God's good to me whether or not I feel great today. And that's encouraging and really inspiring even for me sitting across the room to see that you're not looking at, you're, you know, I think our, we got to learn that our joy doesn't come from circumstances. Our joy comes from Jesus. and. Amen. When you have him, you can have joy no matter what the circumstances are. So, therefore, we can praise him no matter what the circumstances yeah. are. Well, speaking of joy, uh, our church secretary, her name is Joy, and uh, she is a huge blessing to our church as well. But um, she has been uh, a blessing and an inspiration to me uh, during the past six months. And she takes all of my music and she puts it in her computer and blows it up 50 times <laughs> and reprints it for me. And instead of being on 8 by 11 sheet of regular paper, 
it's on 24 by 14 paper. That's awesome. And um, wherever I had all of my stuff highlighted, if I had stuff marked, if I had measure 43 written there, repeat, she identified it. Identic did it everything yeah. identical. And um, so each week, as soon as I give her the list of songs for the next Sunday, she starts reworking my songs. And so by our practice Wednesday night after church, all of my music is completely redone. And it's amazing. The letters on the music that she types for me is actually five-eighths of an inch tall. So think of what we normally read, right? you know, which is what three sixteenths maybe this is um, to letters that's almost an inch tall, yeah. um, and it's man, it's such a blessing. It it because the Lord is helping us through so much um, adversity uh, with with her doing that for me, helping me. Uh, I, I couldn't see. And I, I was blowing everything up as big as I could from the, a regular copier, and, and uh, I still couldn't see worth a flip. And um, reading my Bible, I've got a magnifying glass Lynn has purchased for me. Who would have ever thought at 51 years old I'd be reading my Bible with a magnifying glass? But well, who would have thought you'd been reading your Bible at all? So, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, God is so good to us, and... and to, to be with my family um, like I was yesterday with you and my sister and, and my kids and, uh, it was just it was just a tremendous blessing to me because you know obviously we don't know how many more times we're going to get to be together um, hopefully we will get to be together forever um, and the Lord is going to heal us and, and everything will be okay but uh, we are not promised that Right. Uh, and I'm I'm aware of that, but I can assure you that every single day that I wake up, the first thing I do when I open my eyes is praise the Lord for another day of life. Um, I never thought in a million years that, that saying that easy of a prayer or that short of a prayer every morning when I first got up would mean so much to me. And and it does. I mean, it literally does. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know that the doctors have told us that, you know, the cancer will stay in my brain, um, that the radiation didn't knock it out, uh, the radiation didn't kill it, um, it looks like it slowed it from the MRI results. Looks like it slowed it down, and um, I'm wearing this contraption on my head now for the rest of the year. Uh, that that is supposed to help keep the tumor down as well. Um, so I'm going to do everything I can. Sure. Um, so for those of you who are not missing me being gone or are excited about the possibility of me being gone. Nah, 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 nah. I'm going to stay here as long as I can. I'm going to fight. And um, so that is why 
my podcast is called Battle Cry. Yeah. Um, I, I want to, this is a battle. Right. And, and uh, I want to win. I well, don't you like know, losing. <laughs> our, our pastor's in the same boat. You know that. He's, yeah. he's called you and had prayer with you because he knows where you're at. If you don't know the story of our pastor, uh, Pastor Roy Mack, um, three years ago he was diagnosed with lymphoma cancer and um, went through all the chemo and radiation treatments, and um, they said he looked good. Um, Everything was gone. And then uh, he goes back for the one-year checkup, you know, and they put all the dye in there, and if there's any little thing, it just pops up neon green on the screen or something and um there was one little spot that came up and so it had come back so they thought and consulted with him and others and since um it came back so quick uh this time they wanted to get very aggressive with it and they um they did the full stem cell replacement on him and um if you know anyone who has done that or heard of that um just the survival rate from that alone is less than 50%. So it it was a, you know, scary deal to go through. Um, and he, boy, he, he was sick. He was very sick afterwards. Um, a couple of times it was, he was pretty much gone and they were able to bring him back. But through all of that, you know, people were praying all around the world because he's been involved in missions for so long and knows a lot of pastors and many, I mean, just thousands of people praying for him. And uh, he's back in the pulpit preaching every week now. And cancer-free. Amen. You know, and so, you know, I shared a devotion with our church a few weeks ago. Our staff, we do a devotion about every other week and put it out there for them. And um, it was in uh, John chapter uh, 16. and Some of my favorite verses, but Jesus answered, uh, Do you now believe... Uh, behold, the hour is coming when you'll be scattered each to his own home and I'll, and and will leave me alone. Yet I'm not alone for the Father is with me. And I've said these things to you that in me you have may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation, but take heart, I've overcome the world. And, you know, in that, I, I don't know, this, the, those verses have been there for me all the time that, even though I can't see Christ, I can't necessarily always feel his presence in my life. I know I'm not alone. And then he says, you know, don't worry about the world. <laughs> You're going to have tribulation. There's going to be trials. That's right. But take heart, I've overcome the world. And, uh, you know, I told our church because, man, our church is praying for you. There's, there's not a member in our church that doesn't know your situation and hasn't been praying for you. I know our staff every Monday. Matter of fact, while we're talking right now, they're up in Ohio having a staff meeting, and I know this morning they're praying for you. That's awesome. And uh, just my life group prays for you daily. Our kids know about it, and Kids Church, and they pray for you. So um, just from stuff we've put out on social media, I'm hearing from pastors and missionaries all around. They're praying for you. And so I know those things. And, you know, you hear the doctor's reports of, well, it's not going away. Um, I looked at them and I said, you know, that's the doctors. And I get that they have wisdom and they're doing their job. But I told our church, I'm praying, for, I'm still praying for a big miracle. I know God can do it. Now, yeah. I say that 
if he chooses not to, I surrender to his will. He's sovereign. But it sure can't stop me right now from praying for a big miracle for you. And there's a lot of people still praying for that. And uh, I've seen him do it for others. Why not for you? So that's what we're praying. Well, and I certainly appreciate it. I can't tell you how many times in the evenings, uh, late at night, uh, when I'm laying in the bed, um, I get goosebumps. And it's not that I'm cold. I'm, I'm covered up with sheets and a bedspread. And it took me a few times of that happening to for God to allow me to know what was going on. And I really feel like sometimes when I have those goosebumps, I myself, I'm calling them holy goosebumps because <laughs> I feel like I'm feeling people praying for me sure. at that particular moment. And man, there is no greater feeling um, it's amazing. Um, people here at church that are praying for us, praying for my family, uh, what our church has done for our family. Yeah, they've done a lot. Um, it's amazing. Uh, my God deserves all the honor and glory and praise. And uh, that's why I started this morning the show talking about praise because yeah. he deserves it. Um, but you know, you can't separate the two. We, we started with talking about praise and then we've been talking about prayer and they go hand in hand. Right. Um, right. You know, I recently read a book by uh, Craig Groeschel called Dangerous Prayers. <laughs> Don't read that book unless you want to pray <laughs> some dangerous prayers. But, you know, one of the things that I learned in that is that prayer is surrender to the reality that there's something more ultimate than just you and you know I think that's where I'm at you know when I'm praying you think about our prayer so much of it has become about us and our quote needs <laughs> but when we can get our mind off of ourselves and start out ultimately praying for others around us and their needs that's the heart of God it's yeah. it's being generous I mean you know, uh, Dr. Johnny Hunt says it all the time. You don't have to be rich to be generous. You only have to be generous to be generous. And generosity can spread over. You know, we just think of finances when we think of generosity. But we can be generous even in our prayer life. Quit praying about me and start looking at the needs of those around me. Right. And pray for them. And there's so many people right now that have heard your story or heard Pastor Roy's story, heard different ones, you know. I mean, there, there's more people than you right now that are going through this. And they hear about it, and it gets their mind off of themselves for a little bit, long enough to begin praying for others, praying right. for you. And it, it's an angle that you may not always think about, and it's certainly not an angle that I want to sign up for, but your sickness is still helping people grow even spiritually because you're giving them an opportunity to get their mind off themselves for a little bit and just call out to God on behalf of someone else. Yeah. And uh, I think that's awesome because, you know, again, prayer is just surrendered to the reality, reality that life just isn't about us. Yeah. And again, our culture, that's what they want us to think, that uh, it's all that matters is us, you know. Uh, prayer wouldn't be prayer if we didn't acknowledge God's existence 
and prayer kind of defines who we are and and we belong to God and for his purpose and his glory so prayer is basically letting go of personal liberty and bowing in reverence to God and, and doing that on behalf of others yeah well you know I I was sitting here listening to you talking about prayer and uh, I know you that you remember where you and I grew up in church yeah and uh, the men and preachers of the church would meet over at the church on Saturday night and we would gather around the pastor and we would pray for the pastor we would right. gather around the pulpit and pray around the pulpit uh, for the service tomorrow and man we could see I could remember as a kid seeing God move yeah. in a special way the next service just because we were sincere in praying Right. So I learned at a at an early age, a pretty early age, that, that prayer works. Yeah. Um and and I'm appreciative of prayer. Um and I can remember I had a pastor that blew my mind one Sunday or Saturday I had come over to the church and um I knew he was there, and he told me that I could come by and talk to him. Well, he wasn't in his office, and so I started walking around the church trying to find him. Couldn't find him anywhere. So I thought, well, the last place to look is the auditorium. Yeah. I'll look in the auditorium. Well, he was in the auditorium, and he was sitting in one of the benches, and he was praying. And uh, so I just stood there and closed my eyes and was being reverent while he prayed. Right. Well... He said, in Jesus' name. and he did, But he didn't say amen. Right. He didn't close the prayer. And I thought, okay, so what's he doing now? So I, you know, any other, like any other human, I peeked. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he was moving. And he moved down to another pew. And, and he said, Lord bless sister so-and-so. I have been missing her sitting here each Sunday for the last month because she has got this disease and he was going through each pew sitting down and praying for each person that he knew of that sat in those pews right and man that blew me away that touched my heart you know and uh i do that here yeah Uh, when when i started the choir here um i started when i realized how big our choir was yeah how many we had each week at practice and stuff. There were times that I would come over here and sit in the choir and sit in each spot where I knew they were people sat and I would pray for those people. Um, I would always stand behind the pulpit and I'd always pray for my pastor. Um, Sunday school teachers. Yeah. I'd, their little podiums in their Sunday school classrooms. Yeah. I'd stand behind them and pray for them. You know, well, and yeah. I just, I think that that is so important. Um, not only praising the Lord, but praying to the Lord. You're right. Yeah. Prayer is just as important. Um, you know, you saying all that, we definitely had a good teacher to follow after, and that was Pops. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember him back there on Saturday nights praying around the pastor. And, you know, it's something that you don't see a lot of. And I'm, that's one of the things I love about our church. You know, our elders, they gather around Pastor Roy or 
Pastor Zach, whoever's going to be preaching that service. And um, Saturday night, Sunday morning, they just gather around them before service starts and have a prayer circle right around them. Uh, we have we have teams of senior adults that will come in, and while our praise team is up there rehearsing for the service, getting all the music together, they're just walking through, putting their hands on different chairs, just praying, you know, for yeah. God to move and do work. And I love that. I do too. I, uh, I've, I've follow so many churches. You know, I told your church yesterday, I kind of crush on churches. <laughs> you know, I see some that are doing a great work and really reaching their community. So I want to follow them on social media and keep up and steal some of their ideas. But uh, one of them that I've followed for quite some time is Long Hollow up in uh, Hendersonville, Tennessee. And uh, their pastor, Robbie Gallaty, I love to hear him. He's a great communicator. But uh, they, they were showing their services how... They just had dozens and dozens of people walking through their auditorium before services praying, people kneeling at the altar praying before the services ever started. And, you know, when you see so many churches right now that are closing their doors, um, maybe before we close the door, we should just try praising and praying again. We praise God even though it's, again, going back to how this all started, we praise God even in the midst of adversity, even in the midst of difficult circumstances, in the midst of our pain, in the midst of our trial, we praise Him. We pray for His sovereignty and His will to be done, and we surrender to whatever that is. But we're praying for the circumstances to change because ultimately it's all for His glory. Now, if we're doing it for ourselves, we can't blame, blame us anybody for being in the situation right. we're in but the prayer and the praise they go hand in hand together yeah I heard a I was listening to a preacher on a podcast last week and I I thought it was very cool what he did he said he was talking about uh, the churches that he notices are keep closing down and um you know, it just breaks his heart. And he said, I just, I pass this church every week and it's a beautiful church. He said, the landscaping's beautiful. The building is beautiful. The parking lot's painted all beautiful. And he said, I just noticed every week that I went by that the, the parking in the parking lot was getting smaller and smaller. And so he said that uh, he drove by uh, one Sunday and noticed that there was only like three or four cars. And so he pulled into the church and he's a pastor and he was on the way to his church to pastor, yeah. but he pulled into this other church and uh, he ran inside and asked if the pastor was there. And uh, the pastor said, I am the pastor. And he goes, I'm pastor so-and-so down the road at this church. And he goes, Hey, it's a blessing to have you. He said, I want to know, he said, I want to know if there's anything I can do to help you. He said, I'm, I'm already praying for you because I've seen that your crowds are getting smaller and smaller. And I don't want to see your church shut down. I've seen too many churches shut down. And he said, God told me to pull in here this morning and ask you specifically, is there anything we can do as a church to help you? And the guy, the pastor told this other man, he said, I tell you what, 
God told me that there was going to be someone that we give the church to today. And he said, I believe it's you. And that pastor goes, whoa, I don't. He said, no, I'm telling you. He said, this church is paid for. He said, I've got all kind of health problems. I'm not going to be able to stay here much longer. And God has opened a door. And he said, I believe it's you. And so I'll go ahead and let you go to your church and you can do your sermon. And then whenever you're finished, if you want to come by the church and talk, we can talk. And so the guy left, preached his sermon at his church. And then he had an emergency meeting at the church and told the church what was going on. And he said, a couple of deacons stood up and they said, well, I vote that we take the church on. And uh, he said, we'll make it a satellite church. And, you know, he said, if the Lord yeah. wants us to, to make it a different church, we will. But he said, right now, he said, our church is growing and let's expand it. Um, and the pastor was blown away. You know, here's, yeah. here's deacons wanting to spend money. <laughs> what? You know, that's, that doesn't happen. So um, it, it was really cool yeah. seeing, you know, how many, how many times have you driven by churches and seen them shrinking each week and actually given the thought of going in and talking to the pastor and saying, is there anything I can do? You know, I love it when churches come together like that, though. Yeah. When, when it's not a competition, because it's not. You know, yeah. if the way I look at it, you know, uh, Grace Fellowship Church, we had people come to Christ over the weekend. I don't know how many. I just we always do because God always works. Um, but you know, I, I I've said it to my volunteers uh, every weekend. I'm like. You know, today in our kids' ministry or in our student ministry, we may not we may not see anybody come to Christ today. But you know what? North Mar over here, they may they may have had five people give their life to Christ. Guess what? We win. I said Rust City may have seventeen people give their life to Christ. We have three. We win because we're all on the same team. Right. And and I I wish more churches would see that when they. When they see themselves in decline, reach out to some other church. Say, "Hey, you know, pray for us. We we don't want to lose this. We, right. but pride gets in the way. Tradition gets in the way. Those kind of things. I loved it, man. Our church just recently moved into a new facility, and uh, one of our neighboring churches, um, they have a huge summer intern program, and they brought like thirty five interns over to our church. Said, wow. "Hey, we're just here." Do you need help moving stuff? Can we help you set up? You know, what What do you need? We're just here to serve. And right. that was from another church. That That's was pretty great. awesome. That's amazing. And, uh, you know, we just thanked them over and over. Um, and, and it was great. But, you know, we'd do the same thing for them. And uh, we had uh, another pastor that made a video and sent to our church. And he said, I just want to tell you, um, as a pastor on the outside, watching you guys and how you as a church have persevered through three years of your senior pastor <laughs> battling cancer, uh, relocating, building a new facility and all those kind of things. He said, I'm just going to tell you, he said, I've been pastoring in this valley for 20 something years. And he said, I truly believe that your church is the biggest testimony of what God can do 
that this valley has ever seen. And, you know, for another pastor to get up and say that to our church, that was awesome. But, you know, again, it's just like, I, I really wonder how many of our churches get that, that we're all on the same team. We want to nitpick over every little thing and, well, they don't believe in this or they don't think that, but if we've got the core doctrines, if we believe in salvation by grace through faith, <laughs> you know, we're on the same team. But uh, I know we kind of ran a rabbit trail there, but no, I, uh, that's what talk this about is for. praise and prayer. <laughs> I would just wrap up my part. I would just say, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, when we're talking about praising and how prayer is a part of that, prayer really and truly is is a surrender of our hopes to God's grace. Yeah. You know, prayer is remembering that there is no hope in life and death that does not result from the grace of God. So I give up, you know, my hopes in me and I place my hopes in him. Yeah. And every day it's just, you know, bow your head and surrender and be thankful for the grace that meets you as you do. And I think if we can learn to do that every day, then that's going to, not only does that help our prayer life, but it will greatly increase our praise. Well, speaking of praise, um, you know, that's what what the topic is this morning. Um, and when that word came into my head the first time uh, the other day of, of what I was going to hopefully be working on for this, this podcast, and uh, that, was, that was the first word that came to my mind was praise. Well, the second thing that came to my mind, and I'm sure you remember this from Vacation Bible School. Praise ye the Lord, hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. Yep. And whichever side could sing the loudest yeah. won, you know. And that song has been in, stuck in my head for the last week. Praise ye the Lord, hallelujah. And I can, I can remember seeing kids turned so red, screaming so loud, praise you the Lord or hallelujah, that they almost passed out, you know, because they were screaming so loud. Um, But uh, I sort of of miss those days. Yeah. Um, We don't have vacation Bible schools like that anymore. Right. Um, I guess we were more crazy back then. But um, I specifically know that in the situation that I'm in, in the situation that my family is in, um, I need to be caught up in my prayer life. I need to be committed to my prayer life because I want to see my I want my kids to see me praising Him through yeah. this storm. I want my wife to to see me praising Him through this storm and the only way that I can give him the praise that he deserves is if I pray and stay connected with him because he's the only thing that gets me through sure and I mean um you know I I talk to Leanne every day and she is she is so much of my help me um I just can't brag on her enough of how good a wife she's been to me um she listens to me, you know, and she'll she'll come in the bedroom and she'll just look in my eyes and she goes, something's not right. You want to talk to me? Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. 
but I mean that's it's a blessing to me that I have someone that I can talk to sure. physically, and um, man, there's so many times that I just tell her, you know, I'm I'm tired. I, I'm I just I want to do something, and um, the Lord laid this podcast thing on my heart um, about four months ago, and uh, here it is four months later, and it's actually coming. It's not only a vision, it's actually coming to pass. And, you know, if this is the only way that I can be a minister to minister to someone is through a podcast, then God has get is getting the glory. God's getting yeah. the praise because all of this is set up now. All of this is stuff that's been donated or uh, paid for by the church or... Um, there's some of these things, items that I've actually dug out of my closet, uh, dug out of some boxes in my music room upstairs at my house, but we've got it set up and, and this is a total blessing from God and to have my brother from Ohio to be on the first broadcast with me is a special bonus. It's a blessing. I love you, man. Love you too, buddy. Absolutely. Well, if you don't have anything else to say, if you would like to close us in prayer, sure. okay? Lord Jesus, thank you again for the day. Thank you for a great weekend, Lord, at our church and back in Ohio and even here at Hillcrest. Thank you for what you're doing in our churches. God, I'm so thankful that you are still moving and working in churches. Um, it, it is sad to see many churches that have had to close because of the COVID pandemic, and it just seemed to have shut them down. But, Lord, it didn't stop your work. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm always encouraged as I go through the book of John. Uh, you, you read of something tragic that happens or how people were shutting Jesus down or running him out of town or running the disciples out of town. But that story would end with them. Many believed and were baptized. And uh, God, I really believe that even through COVID and everything that's going on in our world and society today, that uh, many are still believing, many are still being baptized. And uh, Lord, I, I believe that uh, your word is still going out. Uh, we're just seeing it performed in different ways and we're getting the results in different ways. We're so thankful. God, thank you for the time to spend uh, with Bruce and the family this weekend. And um, God, we are praying for a miracle in his life. And uh, Lord, you created us. You know us better than anyone. And we are thankful for doctors and nurses and the medicines that they can administer to us and help us when we are sick. But God, we know a higher power. We know that you are the great physician. And while we surrender to your will, whatever it may be, God, we're asking for a miracle. We're asking for healing. Uh, and uh, Lord, we're just asking you to continue to strengthen his body and give him the grace and strength to fight through this battle and to be with Leanne and Brady and Anna as they are going through this right by his side. Uh, Lord, I pray you'd bless this church. They've been so good to him and the family and done so much for them. Uh, Lord, I just pray that you'll pour out your blessings on them for just their kindness and generosity in his life. So God, we love you. We thank you for loving us. And we look forward to what you have in store for, this, store for us this week. Um, Lord, I pray that you'll help me personally. Uh, Lord, the people that you put in front of me, uh, they're not there by accident. So I pray that you'll give me boldness to have the conversations with them that I need to have. 
always looking for opportunities to share the gospel. So God, we love you and we ask all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again, Jamie, for being here with me today. Um, such an awesome uh, couple of days. It has been uh, fun. Getting, getting to hear you preach yesterday and then getting to sit here talking about what we do uh, in our everyday lives with each other. I mean, yeah. you and I have been in the ministry for years, and we don't hardly ever get to talk about our ministries or anything. Right. And so this has been really cool getting to talk to each other today. And uh, I just I hope we get to do this again. Absolutely. And um, I, I am hoping that I can work it out. Um, I know uh, your pastor, Roy, right. uh, he called me when he found out that, that I had cancer and was and giving me encouragement um, because he had just uh, been yeah gone through the same gone through the same thing. So um, I would love to set something up so we could have him on sure. here one week um, because he really blessed me and inspired me, and uh, I, I know he would be a blessing to other people as well that's going through the same thing. So. Uh, you and I will try to work something out Absolutely. that uh, we can yeah. get something worked out for him. Yeah, no, um, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to thank uh, Anchor Podcast. Uh, this is who we are set up with is Anchor Podcast. And I want to give them just a, a moment of praise. Uh, they are actually a free podcast. Uh, they do not charge anything, and it's so easy to set up, um, and it is very encouraging for us to know that we don't have to spend any money on this, that God has blessed us with this company, um, and this company has emailed us and, and talked to us and said, is there anything we can do? Is there anything you need to help us, we need to help you with? Um, so... Look, if, if you're looking to open up a podcast or anything like that anytime soon, uh, I, would, I would encourage you to look at Anchor. Uh, they are an excellent company. And uh, I just want to thank them for all of their help for us getting started. And I want to thank our church, Hillcrest Baptist Church. Uh, they allowed us to set up a studio in, in my office here at church. And uh, they are in support of us doing this, and they're listening to us, and our pastor's praying for us, and uh, we have the entire church praying for us. And so I just want to thank everyone that is involved in this, that has, even if it's just praying, uh, it means so much to us. So thank you very much for everything you've done, and may God bless our Battle Cry podcast, and may you have a blessed day. Take care. Bye-bye.